Look at my king all dressed in red. I go, I go one day. I bet you five dollars he'll kill you dead. Shagamofina me. Talking about henna. 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 I go, I go one day. Shagamofina one day. Shagamofina day. My flag boy and your flag boy sitting by the fire. Boom, what's going on, Kenji? How we feeling, guys? Feeling good. A little tired. Weather they changes. They say Pittsburgh, bro. You're tired? Oh, wait, wait, is it, what's the weather like in Jersey? First of all, I live on Long Island. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. You always say Jersey. That's okay. Well, you used to work together in Jersey. But first off, first off, I'm in L.A. right now. Uh, yeah, what are you doing I, I there? Think I, slept, I think I slept three hours. I didn't really sleep last night either. I don't know what's going on. Anyway. I'm going on Ed I'm going on Ed My Life podcast at like three o'clock. So I'm I'm getting you know getting it's like yeah, game that's time. exciting. That's game exciting. Time. Hey do you play the lotto? Um no, but do you know what Powerball is up to? No, what is it up to? One point five billion. Are you serious, dude? <clears throat> yeah, I'm obsessed with it now. I keep blowing money oh, on the tickets. Bro, I know this is so. This is this is this is the way I think of things, and I and I tell you this too. But like, I always think of this when you talk about the lottery. Yeah, I I always, I always joke around, but I always say you win the that I, I always at least I tell myself every day. I'm like I win the life lottery every day. Yeah, because the the odds of being a, a human being are one in four to twenty trillion. That's like winning the the, the Powerball, the Super Powerball, nine times, dude. That's a fair nine point. Times. It's incredible. So but, yeah, did I yeah. win the lottery? Yeah, I won the life lottery. Let's go, baby. You that's that's good. When that's I woke good. Up. I'd rather have the one point five billion now, to be honest. <laughs> no, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Nah, would nah, you nah, give nah. me? Would you give me your eyeballs? One point nine billion. Both. One point nine billion. Would you give me both your eyes? No. There you go. Then you then 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 you then you you rather have your life than the freaking uh, maybe one though. I would have to consider <laughs> one. <laughs> no, I need both, dude. I'm an eye collector. I need both eyes. All right. Well, last <laughs> night. Uh, it seemed like the Phillies hitters didn't have any eyes <laughs> as we transitioned due to no-no, albeit differently conventioned. What do you got on this game? I mean, first off, that Christian Javier, man, he has got some – he was throwing to just fastballs and, you know, just all night long, just pumping heaters. I think he had almost 70% of, of his pitches were fastballs. Yep. And he was just pumping them, man. And, mm-hmm. and you know, the, the guys just weren't on him. Bryce Harper was saying – 92, 93 looked like 97. He must have just had so much good deception there. Um, but he's incredible. A tale of two games. You know, you go back to game three. Totally. The Phillies come out. They bang all those home runs. Harper and Schwarber and Hoskins and Marsh and those guys. They're raking. Next thing you know, they go seven up. They come back game four. And the the, the um, Astros combined to throw a no-hitter. Mm-hmm. And they, they score all five of their runs in the fifth on singles, doubles, hit-by-pitch, walks. You know, they don't yeah. hit one home run. So, just an, it's been an interesting, interesting World Series so far. It's tied up at two, yeah. and uh, you know it's just been uh, they, they've scored runs differently. Pitching's you know uh, been different. The the, the Phillies came back. It's, yeah. You still go back to that five nothing game one when they won. So it's been it's been awesome, man. It's, it's awesome. literally throwing no hitter in the World Series. That's unbelievable. But it, it, it's literally anybody's series. Like I, I don't know who's going to win. I have no idea who's going to win. Every yeah. game, like you said, looks completely different. Like. Two nights ago, it would have been like, "Wow, Phillies are gonna roll. They're gonna they're gonna do it." And then last night, you're like, oh, "The Astros are the Astros." Like, I really, I know it's our job to predict this stuff, but like, 
I have yeah. no idea who's going to win the World Series. Yeah. You got better pitching. Yeah, no. Astros are in better shape with their starters. You know, Nola's had some. You know, yeah, Nola's dude. done. Oh. I mean, I don't Nola's know. not well. I mean, you really need you. You know, yeah. that's one thing when I look at the Phillies. But Verlander hasn't pitched well either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, you go, Nola hasn't pitched well. Well, Verlander didn't pitch well. Yeah. Game one, but you know, I think that's a big one for the Phillies because they really, really need you know yeah. Verlander to be to be Ver, to be Verlander for the for the for the Astros. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Looks like oh, and then now Syndergaard's still going to go game five, I believe. For yeah, the, that's what it looks like here. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Very like. very interesting. So you got game five now tonight. Then they're not playing again until Saturday and then Sunday. This is this is intense. This is an intense World Series. This is about as good as. If you're a fan and you're not a fan of these two teams, you're happy with how this series has gone so far because it's anybody's game, any night. The games have been fairly exciting. Last night was weird. It was like kind of exciting, but not exciting because the Phillies weren't hitting anything. But then when it got yeah. late, I mean, jeez, yeah. I just really don't know what to do. So tonight, well, let's, okay. What are you say? If you're, I say, if you're a baseball fan, dude, like you've had everything in this series. You know, you've had everything. Like you said, you've had the home run games. You've had the comebacks. You've mm-hmm. had the great pitching. You've had the good defense. There's been a lot of moments in this series, man. If you're a baseball fan, it's tied up at two. Uh-huh. You want this thing to go seven. You know, yep. it's, it's, it's a toss up. I initially said the Astros at six, but yeah. I got a feeling this, this one's ticketed for seven. Right. Uh, Cause the, like you said the other day, when, when the Phillies won game three, I'm like, Oh man, the Phillies are going to win this thing. Six. Right. Now I'm like, then they just got no hit, you know, and the, and the Astros looks just like the Astros are a tough team, dude. Yeah, they are because that lineup stacks up. Like it would be tough to no hit that lineup. Mm. They they put together such good at bats. They put the ball in play. So like, I just really believe that that for me is a huge, um, you know, is a huge X factor when you look at that lineup. They just yeah. they're going to give you tough at bats, and then at fifth inning they they'll find a way to string the other hits, get that walk. Uh, you know, Alvarez wears one, you know, to, for, for that first ribby with the bases loaded. But mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, it's interesting that 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 Astros lineup is built top to bottom with some good hitters yeah. and good approaches. You saw it last night. Yeah. Like just hit, 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 walk, punt, hit by pitch, boom, pop, pop. And then, bam, there's five runs on the board. I got a question for right. you. This is fun. Yeah. Uh, I would say it's probably what, like once every like couple years you face the same starting pitcher within a week, I guess, during a regular season, maybe. So what is it? This is, this is a good cat and mouse here. You let's just say you went three for four off Verlander and you hit his breaking ball a lot in game one. And now you're facing him. Like what is a hitters meeting when you're facing the same guy for the second time? It's gotta be totally different than any other type of hitters meeting. Right. That makes sense. Well, I think when you're in the, when you're in the hitters meetings, if you've had success against someone, first off, this is such a game of confidence. If you've had success against Verlander, I'm going into that second game going, let's go, man. We just, we got him in game one. We're going to get him in game five. You know what I mean? You're not, you're not trying to overthink it. Hey, what's he going to throw here? No, hit mistakes. Hit, look, keep your approach, keep your process, focus on that pitch, get a pitch out over the plate, something you can drive, you know, and I think in game one, he was really leaving that slider up. His secondary yeah. pitches, the curveball and slider, that's where he got beat. So I, I you know, it's going to be interesting to see if you if you don't see Verlander maybe attack more with his heater mm. uh, in, in Game Five. But I know one thing: knowing Justin Verlander, having played with him for a couple of years, man, he will make an adjustment. Right, he's going to go back, look at that film, see exactly what he feels like he didn't do right, and he's probably going to attack these guys a little differently. But at the end of the day, 
you know, you can't do much with, with, with lo- when your location's as bad as it was for him. Right. He just has to be better on his location that he's got to make sure he finishes his pitches where he can get that slider in the dirt and that curveball down. Yeah. So, but here's a question. So let's just say you faced him in game one and you went like two in three at bats against him. You got two hits, both off his slider, ahead in the count. So now if you're facing him tonight and you're ahead in the count, do you eliminate the slider? Cause you think he's going to throw fastballs more like you just said, or do you go, you just have to stay with your approach. And me, I, me, okay. per, me personally, I, I, I would simplify it and just, you know, hit off the fastball. You're at this level facing a guy like Verlander can still get it up to 98, 100 miles an hour. Like you can't just uh. sit slider, sit curveball. I mean, you can, but you know, there's no chance of you hitting the fastball. I so, look ugly. you know, I, I, your eyes can still react to that slider curveball if I'm sitting on the heater. So if I'm the if I'm the Phillies going into going into tonight, I'm still hunting Verlander's fastball and hoping that he makes that cement mixer slider just sits out over the plate and has something I can hammer. Yeah, okay. Who needs to win this game more? Like, if one team needs to win it more than the other, obviously they both do. It's the world freaking series. But, like, which team? The Phillies. You don't want to to go back to Houston down Mm. three. Mm. I think that's it because they they play play so well at home. Mm -hmm. If you're the Phillies, you've got to win game five. Yeah. You know, and then bring it, bring it back to Houston. You know, up, up a game, so you, you know you're giving yourself. Your, that's when you know it's going seven games if yeah. the Phillies go three two. Because I'd be shocked if you know Houston doesn't at least get one there. So yeah, the Phillies got to win this game. You know, they got yeah. they got to find a way to uh, you know get the sticks going again. And, and you know they have so many professional hitters in that lineup. True, they'll be back there. They'll be back tonight, ready to swing the the shillelaghs. When you get no hit, there's a feeling that's like nah. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. Like, let's go, boys. Like, let's get it going tonight. Yeah. You know? All right. That's going to be exciting. All right. So we got day off tomorrow. Uh, tonight is a night. Like I said, did I say it yesterday or the day before? Unbelievable ratings mania because <laughs> you have Phillies at Houston in a World Series, and then you have, I think it's Houston at Philly on the Sunday, <laughs> on the Thursday night football game. It's so yeah. crazy, dude. It's uh, wait, is, is, are the are the Eagles at the Texans? Uh, let's see. Hold on. That's a good question. Oh, remember? I got an idea. Hold on. Uh, Eagles, Texans. God, hold on. I'm screwing myself here. What's happening? <clears throat> Eagles, Texans. Eagles, Texans. It is. Come on, man. Scoreboard. I'm doing a bad job here right now. It's because I'm tired. Uh, oh, they're in. They're in Philly. <laughs> they're in Philly. In, wow, dude! Yeah. Like, you know how many phones will be out during that game? Just like, oh my god, kind of watching the Eagles Texans, but looking down, like watching the World Series on their phone. That's which is incredible. Yeah, that's like remember remember like when we were younger, like the dads would have those headphones that had like an antenna yeah. sticking out of it. They, you know, like yeah. wear them to the game and listen to the radio broadcast. I'd be like, yeah. I never liked those guys. I never liked seeing those oh, guys. Well, we, we used to, we used to, we used to watch at home. We'd watch the Stewart game at home and my dad would always put on the local radio, you know, like oh, yeah, oh, yeah. those guys. I'm like, dad, can we just watch the, you know, NBC feed or whatever? Oh, like, now we'll listen to the local guy. That, yeah, I don't to the radio. I'm like, now my kids don't even know how to tune the radio. Like my daughter got a car. <laughs> my daughter got a car. And, uh, you know, it was my parents' old car, whatever. And yeah. I mean, it had, doesn't have, like, a, you know, it, it, it has an auxiliary cord. Uh-huh. But they don't listen to the race. She's like, what am I going to do? There's no, there's no, uh, you know, there's no serious XM. I go, 
Listen to the freaking radio. Oh like my god! Point five ninety. Yeah. She goes, no, no. She's like nobody does that. Dad. I go. What do you mean nobody does that? So what like, do you mean? She's got now. She found like an auxiliary. Got the auxiliary cord. She plugs it into uh-huh. her phone. And they play the phone in the car. It's ridiculous. Unbelievable. Do you, dude? Do you have Sirius XM? Like, do you listen to the radio? Or I, are you I did. Phone? I did have Sirius for a long time, uh, and then like my subscription ran out, and I just. I don't drive as much as I used to because I work remotely. So, like, I just kind of let it run out. I did like Sirius. I like some of the radio stations, of course. But I do like listening to the radio every once in a while, like hearing a new song. Like, it's cool to hear a new song on a radio, you know, or hear a really old song on a radio that you didn't pick for yourself. I like I still love, like, I grew up on WDV here, 102.5, and mm-hmm. I love listening to it. Just still, like, sit. They play the same tunes they played when I was freaking 12 yeah. through yeah, yeah. 18. Like, you know, oh, they was like, getting the lead out. We're getting the lead out. Too. Like, get the lead out. Two for yeah, Tuesday get, stuff, like, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The who comes on and freaking, you know. And then, and then, they, then, they play, then they play a classic rock tune that's like, you're like, dude, that's not classic rock. You're like, yeah, it is. You're oh, old. my God. Yeah, and you're old. Oh, my God. Now. Yeah, there's this in, in New York. This is uh, it's 101 CB, CBS FM, and it was the station my dad listened to when I was a kid because it had all like the six fifties and sixties music. I listen right. to it now, and it has like it has all the music I listen to, and I'm like, wait a minute, like every like it's not like it's old because I'm old. <laughs> it's terrible. It makes me so upset exactly. sometimes. Oh um, my god! It's all right, so wait, we are in LA. We're going on, uh, what, say it We're again? We're on the Ed, Ed Milet, Ed Milet podcast today, nice. like, 3 o'clock. Really good dude, man. Yeah. Really good guy. I really like big time, big time entrepreneur. Got big jack, but more importantly, like, you know, the kind of, a, uh, you know, life coach, mental performance coach mm-hmm. uh, for a lot of different athletes, UFC fighters, and a lot of, like, yeah. big time CEOs and stuff. So, very just cool. looking for He's got one of the best podcasts out there. I'm very, very grateful he asked me to be on it. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I love that. And wait, hold on. I actually never responded to your text the other day. We, we're going to have a guest soon, right? When's that? In the next couple of weeks? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Brian Kane coming on. Oh, that's right. Brian Kane. Brian Kane. Yeah, my man. Who was literally the number one mental performance coach out there. You know, George St. Pierre. Right. You know, you go down the list of guys, you know, like yes. uh, uh, Corbin Burns right now, Cy Young, Bobby Witt. I mean, tons of guys. But he's going to come on and. I'm, we're going to do that, Chanty. I want to start bringing on some of these, you know, great mental performance yeah. mindset coaches and just really dive in with some, with some good stuff. And yeah. uh, you know, I'm like I said, I'm launching my mental performance program on Sunday night. So let's go, man! I'm I love up. it. I'm to do that for yeah. here, so that should be a lot of fun. And if you you guys at home, well, if you listen to us, you kind of know how Sean does with his his mental workouts and all that stuff. But like, if you haven't yet, go to our YouTube page and check out the clip we put together of, of like. Yeah what Sean was like in a world series and how he used his mind to, to be successful. It's really, really yeah. good stuff, man. That was great, dude. That was, a, that was a great conversation talking about the yeah. way the bet. That was a lot of fun. I, it was, it's funny though, too, Chitch. I was, you know, preparing for the Ed, my show today and, and, you know, going back to that, going back to that Wainwright story. It, it's just so true. Like in baseball, man, there's so many narratives you have to fight with, with the fans, with, I remember my agent, Ron Chapari, used to tell me, don't read the paper, don't watch TV when you're playing. And mm. I'm like, now it's like, dude, you got social media, oh, you got about Twitter, it. you got Instagram, you got, you got everything, dude. Like, so it, it's at a different level of like the, 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 the critics that you need to block out. Yeah. But the biggest thing is that like inner critic. They're like, you know, oh man, it's such a game of failure and I'm not good enough and all that stuff. And I think, I think one of the things is like, you know, when you look at life too, the mental game of life, like with that inner critic that's always talking to us, like, What's the narratives we create 
to shut that critic up. I think yeah. it's just so big. When I look back at baseball, it was such a game of failure. There was always that critic was talking to you. And I was always telling myself, no, I'm not believing that. I got a narrative over here that I'm believing. My, mm. I got to continue to work my perspective. And so I think that's such a big thing in life, dude. And like, and like, I was thinking about that when I'm going on the My Let Show today, because I know we're going to get into some of this stuff, but like the narratives that we tell ourselves, the stories that we tell ourselves, are they really true? Mm. Or are you making stuff up and going down rabbit holes that don't serve us? So yeah, good stuff. Food for thought to think of. And that story Definitely. with Wainwright made me think of that with all the voices that were yelling at me at that time. You know, you really got to get back into the voice of your belief and the voice of like your confidence that no, no, you're good enough to deal with whatever you need to deal with. That's great. That's great. Dude, yeah. it's funny you say that. Like I, when I was up at Columbia for uh, the homecoming, I, I noticed they put like ads and promos for stuff on like the Jumbotron. And I noticed like yeah. you talk about the distractions like that these college kids have now. I, I won't oh. call them distractions. It's, it's still productive in some ways. But like each uh each of their teams at Columbia, all the sports teams, like they have podcasts. So the, yeah. it's called like the captain's club or something. So the four captains of the football team do a podcast every week, which I'm like, wow, man, like you're already going to college. You're already playing a division one college sport. And now like every week you're doing that podcast. And then if you look at any, your kids probably, I think I've seen on, on some of your pages, like these colleges, like you got photo shoots now, you know, like yeah. you got like uh they got like you know hype reels. Um, Social media, yeah, dude. They're yeah, doing yeah. interviews, yeah. even at lower yeah. end. Like you could be at a D three school in any sport, whatever. Like yeah. and and you, there is a bit of stardom that's that's in these schools now that we did not have to deal with when we were younger and, and playing sports. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, there's definitely more. There's so much more on the on these kids' plates nowadays. And you know what I mean? Like like I said, life's tough enough. Yeah. When you when you don't have all this other stuff, you know, when you try to keep it as simple as possible, but when then you have this other stuff and you just gotta, you gotta make sure, you know, that, that you keep your mind right. You know yeah. what I mean? And you keep, you know, you, you, you make sure that you get in your mind, you train your mind. I always said, I love this phrase. If you don't train your mind, the world will train it for you. Yeah. It's the bottom line. If you don't yeah. start training your mind, the world's going to train it for you. Somebody's going to be training your yep. mind. So like, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. what are you reading? Who are you hanging out with? What are you looking at? You know, all that stuff matters, yeah. you know, at the end of the day. And you know what? For any like younger coach or, or parent or, or, or with the young kids, I, I have one thing here I think you'll agree with. Yeah. Go follow Eric Burns on Instagram and watch how he plays with his kids sports and watch the teams that he like kind of helps coach and it is 1 million percent about fun they practice a lot like his instagram feed you can go back his first of all his kid rakes and when i say rakes he rakes, he rakes. rakes. <laughs> i got the huge leg kick whatever but like just like keeping things fun like first of all eric burns is a great friend of ours and nobody keeps things yeah. fun more than him in, in, <laughs> on the planet but like it's just a great it's almost like the perfect type of way you know these kids are playing like a lot a lot of baseball these days however there's so much like gameplay in there and and they keep it light him and the other coaches at those things and there's a lot of that around the country but i like that better than seeing some of the perfect game stuff where these kids are just grinding like military, out like military. yeah i don't yeah. love that yeah. as much the perfect game you know stuff. and they're making their money mm -hmm. off their showcases and stuff like that but you know you're right at the end of the day Chich, they say play ball, not work ball. You know what I mean? Hey, nice. play ball. You know what I mean? Like you're here to play. You're here to have fun. You're here to be with your buddies. You're here to have sleepovers. You're here to get hot hot dogs after the game. You're slush puppy, whatever you're, you're doing. Puppy. But I'm saying like, you're right, man. It's about being, you know, 
teaching kids to be good teammates, teaching kids to learn how to deal with failure, teaching kids how to get positive in their mindset. You know what I mean? Like that's what it's all about. And you see Burns do all that stuff, dude, but that's Burns works on this stuff. Mm -hmm. Burns works on that. And then he passes it to these kids. It's incredible. So, mm -hmm. you know, he's got, he's got, Burns got a couple of great books. He's got that new book that just came out, the daily hustle. Yeah. And he's got the effortless, which is a good, which is a really good book. Really he good. Does a, I get it. I get his newsletter. Oh, his like, newsletter is right awesome. I look newsletter forward to it every day. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. He's, he wrote a he wrote a great one today about you know taking action on things that you want to do in life so you don't look back and regret yeah. anything. So yeah, Bernsey's got great stuff, dude, and I love that chance. You're so right, bro. You played baseball. I played baseball. I look back and, and you know even in the, at the big leagues, the the time I did the best was the time I had the most fun. And mm. you realized, hey man, whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. There's a certain surrender there to life. Go out, do your work, and 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 you know be the have the most fun you can have. I love it. All right, that's a good ender right there. Now I'm all excited. I'm, I'm, I woke up now. Yeah. I'm ready for my day. <laughs> oh, Chinch, bro, you won the life lottery today, bro. Let's get it. Yeah. One, one, Let's go, Let's baby. go. Enjoy one rich Chinchamito in the whole world. Eight billion people. One. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right, brother. Have fun in LA. I'm going to listen brother. to the show, and uh, everybody listen to our show. All right, man. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Right. I'll see you tomorrow, man. See you. Let's go. Do your favorite.